Chapter 21 Leo was so bored he was ready to scream, and while he froze his ass off on the windy beach, Goon too surveyed the front of the house from the comfort of the warm SUV. Goon 1 was currently catching some sleep in the passenger seat. Shivering, he couldn't understand why anyone would want to live by the beach in such a quiet town. It fucking sucked. As soon as they recovered the money and gun and the bitch was dead, they couldn't get back to Chicago fast enough for him. City life suited him perfectly, where the world was constantly alive and moving. He had only seen a few people walking along the shore earlier, but it appeared to be abandoned now. Nothing happened around here, and the silence was killing him. Well, something would happen later, he thought, laughing to himself. He was looking forward to killing Mariah's boyfriend she'd been out on the porch with earlier, then having a little fun torturing her. Maybe he'd even screw her before he put a bullet in her brain. She was one smoking hot chick, and he deserved to enjoy himself for a bit after all the trouble she'd caused him. Yawning widely, he stood and stretched his arms and legs. The ocean's rhythmic tide was making him sleepy. Rolling his neck and shoulders, he checked the time on his cell and found more time had passed than he had realized. 11.40 p.m. It was definitely dark enough to stage their attack. The cloudy night would help prevent them from being too visible. Time to go wake up Goon 1. His sidekick was going to wait for them in the car with the engine running, ready to drive off as soon as they jumped back in, hopefully with a bag of money and the gun. Time to have some fun. Casey checked the time on the old mantel clock above the fireplace. Trouble had snuck out to the beach as soon as the asshole who'd been watching the house headed to meet his buddies in their truck. He would stay there in case any of the assholes made a run for it in that direction. Another minute ticked by before Brian's voice came through the communication headsets of the three men in the house loud and clear. Looks like they're getting ready to move. Remember, guys, this is a non-sanctioned op on U.S. soil. Try not to kill anyone. He didn't have to remind the SEALs. If they wounded or killed one of the suspects, there would be a lengthy inquiry into the incident, not only with the local law enforcement, but also with NCIS. To top it off, they'd end up in deep fucking shit with their commander. Of the three, that was actually the worst thing that could happen. They're on the move, driving slowly toward the cottage. No headlights. There was a long pause. Looks like you were right, Casey. The driver is staying with the vehicle. The smaller dude from the beach and a bigger guy dressed in all black are heading in. We'll take out the driver on your go. The men inside the house quickly and silently took up their positions. Casey headed into Mariah's bedroom and T3 entered the other one across the hall. They closed the doors behind them and waited. Peanut folded his small frame into the far corner of the living room behind the recliner with a black taser strapped to each leg. They had thought of making it easier for the suspects by leaving the door unlocked, but were afraid it might smell like a trap. After several long minutes, they heard the telltale clinking of glass breaking when one of the small window panes on the door was smashed. The suspects paused, apparently to see if anyone woke up. Then a hand reached in and opened the door. The two men stepped into the small cottage, each armed with a 9mm semi-automatic in one hand and a flashlight in the other. They quickly scanned the interior and, as quietly as possible, made their way toward the bedrooms. 
Neither man saw the five-foot-six-inch Navy SEAL emerge silently from his hiding spot behind them. Goon One gestured the right bedroom door to Leo as he took the left. They planned on taking out Mariah's boyfriend first and then forcing her to tell them where the money and incriminating gun were. Both men reached out to open the bedroom doors at the same time, but neither hand made contact with the knobs. Both screamed in shock and pain, then dropped to the floor, their bodies in spasms as 50,000 volts of electricity briefly coursed through them. T3 and KC emerged from behind the closed doors, picked up the weapons which had been dropped, and made fast work of securing the suspect's hands behind their backs with flexicuffs. KC activated his microphone so he could update his brothers. Both tangos down. You're clear to take out the driver. His eyes then followed two sets of wires from where they were connected by barbs to the men on the ground to a few feet away where a grinning peanut held the tasers. The smaller man just laughed. Man, I fucking love these things. KC was halfway out the door when Sean's voice came over the comm sets. Suspect secure. Sheriff's patrol is pulling up. In a matter of seconds, the threat was over. But was it really? Would the drug lord send someone else after he found out these men had failed? KC hit the speed dial on his cell for his uncle, and the man immediately picked up. How did it go? KC let out a relieved breath. Three under arrest. No bloodshed. Good to hear. Here's Mariah. She's been pacing the floor half the night, driving Jinx crazy. There was a pause, and then, Casey? The last of the tension left his body when he finally heard her sweet but worried voice. Hi, honey. Everything's okay. Oh, thank God. I was so afraid. She stopped on a sob. It's all right. Everyone is fine. Stay at Uncle Dan's until it's all clear to come back. Okay? Okay. I love you. Casey ignored his brothers and teammates' knowing smiles as he responded. I love you too. From his position up the street, Dennis Kellerman watched all the action. He had known those assholes were going to fuck up somehow, so he had grabbed one of his men and followed Leo and the other two without them knowing. He was certain the state investigator had spotted them tailing him, and they were being lured into a trap. Although he knew he was right, Kellerman was still royally pissed. Now, he had to wait until everything calmed down again, then plan his attack and get this shit done right. 